0: Welcome back to the Office Marketing Podcast with Mike Swigert. The podcast all about sales tips, mindset, and value bombs. Five questions to help make your day more productive and learn a thing or two. Here is your host, best-selling author, Mike Swigert. Hey
1: everybody. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the Office Marketing Podcast. I've got a really uh, fun guest. I think we're going to learn a lot about... Networking, marketing, business development. I've got an absolute rock star when it comes to the, the business development world. He's had a fun path, fun journey. Uh, Chris Meyer from Cooper & Company is here. He's going to share with us everything from networking and marketing um, on a, on a one-on-one to networking, marketing, in groups. He has, uh, he has started an amazing uh, networking group while uh, doing amazing, uh, doing amazing job doing business development for Cooper & Company. Uh, Chris Meyer, thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to the Office Marketing Podcast.
0: I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you for having me.
1: Chris, real quick, can you uh, share with us your path on, uh, you don't have to say why, but just tell us how you kind of got into this crazy business of, of construction. Can you walk us through your path?
0: Yeah, I'd be happy to. So. Really, Mike, it all started back in the demolition days. I was known as the demolition man here in Atlanta. So I worked for a local company. We were taking down big structures from parking garages to large retail establishments and clearing the way for the big hotels and skyscrapers that now fill Atlanta. So during that capacity, I was more of a neutral player. I met every general contractor, and I met a lot of end-user developers and commercial real estate firms and went to every networking event that there was out there that pertained to general contractors and engineers. So uh, you got to do that. You got to go to all those, you know, that was building my network, I would say three years back and then flash forward until today, I work at Cooper and company general contractors and director of business development. I met a tremendous amount of people just through day-to-day encounters and those large scale networking events. And then uh, decided to start growing my own and formulating uh, the CCC.
1: All right. Well, let's talk through like through the demolition world and going into the the GC world. Like, what are some of the things that you found were most helpful for you for growing your the, the set of business that you were responsible for?
0: I think it was just having this intrinsic need to help others to serve. You know that, that really is what the best salespeople are all about is how do I do for others before myself? And I can almost pinpoint it, Mike, to uh, a gentleman of, a, of an industrial development firm that came to Atlanta to develop a trucking and receiving terminal. It's now one of the largest here in Atlanta. And I really wanted to help this guy. I just really liked their team. They were great people. And to elevate yourself from not being just an electrician or being somebody in the trenches Or a demolition man, you know, I would ask them questions or I'd see things about the site in a different way and about their project that they didn't think about before. And they're all the way in Chicago, right? They got to come here to Atlanta to work on these sites. And I said, you know, it throughout my network, throughout meeting all these wonderful people in the industry who I always have in mind, your building is sagging right there. You're going to need a structural engineer to do an assessment. And he's like, You're right. Do you know somebody? And ever since that moment, I became, I elevated myself in value. So Mm. that's what you always have to do, whether you're, so I would tour these buildings as well. uh, You know, these different well-known office complexes. And I knew the demolition was going to be occurring and perhaps they hadn't selected a general contractor yet. So therefore I was able to tie in general contractor and other trades and help my network and create immense value. So Mm. that's where that all started.
1: I love that. there's nothing um, as a, as a, as a sales guy or as a, a provider, you know, you have um, developed a nice relationship with someone. If they're asking you, Hey, Chris, do you know somebody? Hey, Chris, do you know a guy? Yes. That's great, Chris. I mean, you, uh, that's one thing I love about you. And, and we immediately connected probably because you are, you are a master connector. I mean, that's, that's kind of your forte. Um, it, it It's probably what, led to you starting the whole contractors closers and connectors and if you would you again would you kind of tell us a little bit about that group and uh why you started it and and what it does
0: yeah sure so i started it because i saw a lot of different associations out there there was always that intrinsic need to help others on a large scale i never i never thought it it would get to this size but you know i had gone to a Associations that were pertaining to just general networking within chambers of commerce to general contractors, engineers, architects, and uh, real estate brokers. And I said, What if somebody threw an event and held a platform that would connect the commercial real estate industry, construction, and all three of those? So that literally you can look around the room and create a commercial real estate deal from senior uh, debt and equity partners to economic development officials and everybody in between. So that's essentially what I did. I, I uh, found the availability to hold uh, our first event, uh, and I started calling people up. Said if I if I threw this thing, would you come? Would you sponsor? Two hundred people came, and it was a it was a wonderful showing. And still, uh,
1: Chris, it, it, you realize that's not the way the world is supposed to work. You throw your first <laughs> networking <laughs> event, you throw your first networking event, and two hundred people show up. Uh, that's why. Chris, why would 200 people show? I know you're a wonderful guy, magnetic personality, great connector. Why? Why did people, why did 200 people come to your event?
0: I think, you know, and I think it does have a lot to play in with me though, not to toot my own horn, but I I bring a lot of passion to the table. And there's not a lot of people that are the face of a particular organization that believe in, in the value of networking. There's people that, you know, are, are, that I know that are are in their 60s, 70s, and they just, they call it quits. They say, I'm done networking. Why? They don't even like the word networking. You know, I don't know what they connotate it with, but, you know, building relationships should be something that that you enjoy. And it's either something you do or you don't. Uh, and, and I certainly do. And I think there's a lot of people in the industry that just love to connect and, and help others. And that's what this is about.
1: Okay, well, let's, let's go into that. So why don't you give a tip to somebody out there that maybe is is trying to put together a networking event, what are some tips that you could share with someone? Maybe it was someone just putting together a group of eight, eighty, or eight hundred. But like, what are some what are some keys of someone that wanted to organize their own networking event somewhere anywhere in the country?
0: So I think you just have to, you know, start that list again. We go back into starting starting a database wherever that database may come from. If you don't have one perhaps it's your social media account and you go in there and you say what is going to be the focus of my networking event, whether it's construction, whether it's a uh, you know sewing class or whatever it is that you're going to be And uh, you just I think you have to be deliberate and the more the more niche your group, you know there, there are BNI groups and different national associations that are pretty eclectic. so you have to decide whether I want to go the eclectic route, and, you know, maybe I'm in a, a profession of insurance that I can, you know, speak to anybody, but in what I'm in, it, it's very, uh, it's very deliberate, very niche in where I have a cer- certain target audience and people that run in the same circle. So I think that's what you have to, you have to decide first. And then you just have to start, uh, creating the action and create a deliberate outreach campaign, uh, whether that be a mixture of, of social media outreach, uh, you know, through phone calls and and through text messages, just all types of things. And you, the tip would be, don't don't worry about how the first event is. You have you have to be bold. That first one is always the hardest. You know, I learned that when I was back in the gym industry. I was in the fitness business. And I would throw events for the club, and the person who said you got to just throw your first one, they will continue to gain momentum. They will continue to grow. That's what you got to do. You just got you just got to go out and do your first one.
1: I, I think you're. You're, I, I'm sure you're intentionally uh, brilliant. Stephen Covey always talks about um, sort sort of like have the end game in mind on anything you do, and yes. you you touched on it. So I'm listening to you, and I'm like, Chris, that's that's the the absolute genius of what you're doing. You're thinking, well, who's the audience? What do they want to get out of it? What's right. who am I putting together to connect? I mean, I'm um, I'm I'm really really impressed with what you've done. So those are great. There's one tips. thing I'll add. Oh, please do. Please do. The,
0: what I'm really good at now is not only pairing the right companies together, but understanding who is like-minded in personality. So that's yeah. something that I look for when I'm inducting new members into the more private groups that I run that are subsects of the CCC, the contractors, closers and connectors. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm bringing in people that I know that, that are, are, are go-givers that, that know how to share. They just kind of get it. They're seasoned networking professionals that they could be at any networking event. They're going to lend incredible value. So that's, as things get a little bit more advanced, you could start filtering out who you want to be there. And they will also draw more people into your events and hopefully people that have large centers of influence as well. And then everything just compounds and works.
1: Mm, that's key. That's key. Um, all right. So now why don't, why don't we talk, a little deeper is like, once someone is in an event, I'm a, I mean, I think you know me, I, I, I love networking. I I get energized by being in a room, put me in a room of 200 people and I, that's nearly my heaven. But, uh, but for some people that's not, right? So um, why don't you share some really, um, why don't we go to like one-on-one networking, right? Let's, we don't have to go like super advanced for like someone who's been doing it for 20 years, but like, what are some key right. basics for someone um, when it comes to uh, networking in 2021 uh, and, and
0: beyond? You know, I hate when people call it an elevator pitch, right? But you, you gotta somehow have, like within the first sentence, when I was in the demolition business, I used to tell people, my name's Christopher Meyer. I'm with Green Circle Demolition. We just took down these major structures at Atlantic Station for Heinz. And you kind of establish credibility in your first sentence by letting them know who you are, who you work for large client you're working for and what type of work you do and, you know, where, where where it's at so they can relate to the proximity of that project. So people in our industry in construction and real estate, they love to hear that, you know, because they can relate, oh, I, I did a project down the street. You know, I work with that client as well. They're like, oh man, we need, to, we need to talk demolition now or tell you how that trade ties into our, our architectural design. I mean, so you, you got to just establish yourself and, and think about, what would somebody like to hear? And write it down, you know, write it down and then read it back to yourself. And you're like, that either sounds good or it doesn't. Like, I actually have a, a template on my computer of different things. And, and it's not that I use those templates verbatim when I'm reaching out to people, but I do it in email format too to look through it. And I say, how does that sound today? Or maybe I'm going to use a version of this because you're, you're in different states of mind every day when you wake up. Some, you know, some some days I'll create, a new template to go off of because my, my day is going to be centric to outreaching to certain people. Let's say I haven't talked to in a while and there are certain events going around the industry, or I have another event coming up and I want to be able to say, Hey, by the way, I got something, I'd like to extend an invitation to you. So the message is always changing and you have to constantly read it back to yourself and see how that sounds.
1: All right. So now, so I have my, um, Got a pitch. good elevator pitch. I have my clarity. I, I, I have my, right. we'll call, why don't we just call it like a value proposition, right? We'll, we'll call it That's that. That's right. You know, I yeah. um, I remember one time I taught a class and it was helping people. It was, I went into a company, I was helping them on how to network. And I was even telling them where to stand in the room. You know, like there's yeah. certain places where people like to, there's a psychology of it. And that's actually really, you and I could probably talk about that for hours, right? Just psychology. Yeah, I've never
0: heard this one. I want to hear that. Yeah. Well,
1: it's just fascinating where like, it's sort of like when people walk into the room, like, you know, the first person they see or where they like to, you know, where you're being so far with your back up against the wall or near the bar or near the food. Like, it's always a great idea to stand just off of after where people get drinks or after where people get their food. Right, because that's when yeah. they're looking for a connection. So now, yeah, now, now I've got my coffee. I just made my coffee. I've turned, I'm looking into the room. Right. Now I've I've come back and I'm about 20 feet away. Now someone's open for a connection. Standing t- 20 feet in front of the coffee on the front side of the coffee, people are kind of like, I just want my coffee. Like I just that's all I want. Yeah. I need my coffee. <laughs> You're right. Right. That's but true. now that I have my coffee, now I'm looking to connect. It's these little. Uh, just these little things that like, it's probably natural to most networkers, but if you're, if you're not sure, don't stand on the front side of the coffee bar, hang out on the, on the back side of the coffee bar. Like it's, it's simple, mm-hmm. but, uh, there, there's a lot to it. And-
0: this episode of the office marketing podcast is brought to you by fusion advisory. We help commercial contractors generate leads online profitably. Check us out at fusion-advisory.com. Well, I've, I've always just been a disruptor. That's kind of my style. And, I, you know, when I was the demo man, it kind of kind of fit in because I would just disrupt. And I would just kind of go in there with my hand and start extending it out, even if there was a group of four or five people standing there until somebody shook it. And once we got into conversation, it's, it's not awkward. You know, It's only awkward if you make it awkward. So uh, I, just, I just go out and they appreciate it. They're like, hey, this guy came up to us and we've been in our tight knit circle. So you just kind of have to practice that too, is what I tell everybody is whether it's one person or eight people you just walk straight up to that with conviction stick your hand out and say hello you know mm-hmm. I mean, that's all you can yeah. do really what, else, what yeah. else are you gonna
1: do you know chris one thing that i've always i've always taught i don't know you know pick the number that you're comfortable with right but maybe it's 70 percent or 80 percent. but i always tell people like you know if you're going to a networking event you know spend at least 70 percent talking to people you don't know like really, right like i i feel like that's something you know especially if people go to a networking event together and and Younger people tend to do this. You know, they'll go to a networking event together and be like, oh, cool, we're at Sweetwater and we've got this great place and there's four of us, we came together and the four of us are gonna talk all night. And and as an older guy with three kids, I'm kind of like, if it's a Thursday night and I'm going to be away from my family, I'm going to do everything I can to grow business, right? Because right. if it's a Thursday night, I'd rather probably be at home with my family or I need to be growing business. So that's why I that's it, right. for me, it always motivated me to kind of, you know, we start conversations with people I didn't know. And that, that's a pretty good motivator right there. Agreed. All right.
0: So now- Yeah, definitely changes the pro- All
1: right. So now we're in, we're in a networking event. We're doing a good job. We have our uh, value proposition. We're talking to lots of people. Um, what do you really, what's the goal at a networking event? Not if you're, uh, think of it more of like a, someone who's not a, uh, a, a very evolved networker. What would you kind of be a successful networking event? What would you deem a successful event that night or that day?
0: I think it would be successful if you gathered their contact information, their business card, and you were able to, you know, you don't even have to really set a follow-up appointment, but you could maybe say, hey, let's let's chat in a couple of days. Would that be all right with you if I reach out and, you know, let's stay in touch? And they say, yeah. And then typically what you do after that event the sooner than later, you know, while the, while the iron is still hot, while you're in their minds, send them a, a thank you note or a follow up for uh, for talking with you and say you enjoyed that. And then you could set up something from there, you know, and they have your information digitally, email, and you can continue the dialogue. I don't think you necessarily, a lot of people are uh, concerned about maybe closing a deal on, on, on the floor the first time they met somebody. And that's not really what it's about. It's uh, finding as many commonalities as possible and just getting for them to know who you are as a person, perhaps a little bit more about what you do as a company. And uh, maybe they they got some value out of, uh, out of something you told them about a project or something interesting. I think it's just about building that rapport yeah. on the first encounter.
1: Chris, and, and, actually- and perhaps
0: you're there with somebody else and you can introduce them to somebody in the room that, like you said, you you came with somebody and say, Hey, I brought this person. You should know them. So I think that's that all around would be a great encounter upon the first networking event.
1: I, I agree, but the thing that hit my heart of what you just said might be the most valuable and most powerful thing that anybody could get out of this podcast today is getting permission to follow up. Right. You said, it, you said it so smoothly, Chris. Like, but it's something that everybody listening to this podcast needs to remember. And and Chris, what you said was you asked for permission to follow up. Yes. I'll tell you what, man, that is so powerful. Because if you're at a networking event and I you and I met and you said like, hey, man, I really enjoyed meeting you. Would it be okay if I followed up with you next week? Would it be okay if I, wow. Because here's the thing is, if someone comes back to you and says, hey, man, look, I'm knee deep in projects. I've got 14 bids due next week. Would it be okay if you reached out to me in two weeks or three weeks?
0: Yeah, at least you know.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. Like, yes. I, I like where you went into it afterwards about being a master connector. I mean, we're going to go into that in a second. but like, But like, really guys, Take one note out of this, this podcast. If that's all you do, when you go to networking events and you have conversations and you feel like you have, you're aligned in business, ask somebody, hey, is it okay if I follow up with you in a couple of days? Is it okay that's if right. I reach out to you? Wow.
0: Yeah. I think, I think it shows that you have so much interest and you want to continue that conversation. That, that's what it's about. It's just, you know, you have an immense interest in learning more about them and, mm-hmm. and, and staying in touch, doing business in the future. I so, love it. Yeah.
1: I love it though the next one we're going to talk about real quick is is connecting people and this is one that uh, when you and I had breakfast a couple of months ago I think um, I gave you one of my favorite one of my favorite lines I used to do when I went to because sometimes I'd go to one network event Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday lunch, Wednesday night, Thursday night I mean I was if if, it, if I didn't go to six or seven networking events in one week it was not a good week but 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 once I kind of found my groove I was talking to new people one of my first lines I would say to people is I'd say Hey Chris, um, what do, who do you like to meet at events like this, right? And that's just a conversation I had. And people will yeah. talk to you. That is a great, and that's it, a great it,
0: open-ended question.
1: It really is. Hey, who do you like to meet at these events? Because you don't come across as a jerk. You don't like. And if you, and here's the thing is, don't be a jerk. Like freaking listen. Like <laughs> ask the question and listen and listen and listen. As networkers and and, and business development people, yes. We have amazing ideas and we love the talk and we love to pontificate. But like, if you're going to ask this question, listen, what's another, um, what's another good uh, startup conversation uh, piece you could, you could share, Chris. Um,
0: Have you been here before?
1: Mm.
0: You know, and just, just ask, you know, I, I I start up with usually just, just saying, how you doing? Yeah. And they, you know, they, they uh, either, either go into telling you how their day has been. And as long as, you know, as long as somebody didn't ask you that person, you just say, great. You know, (laughs) I use, I I I usually just start telling them about uh, when they say that that's almost again, getting into that permission based, uh, you know, and I speak to them as if they're a friend, like I've known them for 20 years. And we just I go into chatting about literally how how the business week has been and how uh, great, especially now uh, the industry is and and what all is going on at at the firm or with the networking events, you know, what I have coming up and that just leads into further dialogue. That's what I typically do.
1: I love it. I love it. Hey, so talk to us a little bit, if you don't mind about these awesome networking groups that you, you started and they're actually growing into other cities. That's super exciting for me to hear. Cause I'm a huge fan of yours to hear that, uh, you know, you've got Atlanta and now you've got opening up in other cities. Uh, Chris, talk to us about your, your networking association.
0: We have, yes. So the Contractors, Closers, and Connections, CCC, has started in Atlanta three years back. Now, just after uh, 2021 here, uh, we've opened up Tampa, which is wonderful. So they've been throwing monthly events, and the first event is about to emerge in Orlando, and we're in talks with Jacksonville. So emerging very quickly, uh, we're, we're trying to keep uh, at a steady pace so that each, each event is quality and we, we keep everything mainstreamed across each CCC chapter. But we're implementing some really great things to be unfolded here soon uh, to include a LinkedIn-style type of platform that takes the in-person networking experience and allows everybody to integrate, communicate, and network uh, on a virtual basis. So that's something that we'll be uh, sending out to everybody soon for, for the people that come to these events, and it'll be of great value.
1: That's really cool. That's really cool. So, uh, what inspired the last question is specifically about networking. Why start your own thing? Like you have, we've got all these amazing networking events, which I'm sure you're still, you know, uh, a part of, or at least, you know, uh, benefiting from we've got great networking groups. Why start your own thing? Like what was the advantage in starting, um, contractors, closers and connectors?
0: I guess just the need to to do it better, to tell you the truth. Um, um, I saw, you know, I take the nuances and different pieces from uh, each event that I've ever been to in in the Atlanta area and the construction real estate industry. And I said, whether it be the types of people that come or the environments that we provide, they have to be high energy, but they have to be uh, non-intimidating you know, we don't have to be uber professional and, you know, make, make people feel like this is a, a extremely professional conference where you have to act a certain way. No, these are all about being, being laid back for the most part. There are some that we hold in the mornings that are uh, presentation based where there's a panel of speakers. And um, so there, there's different purposes for each event different topics and intentions, but um You know, there's uh, the people that we invite are from engineer to architect to commercial real estate broker, developer, contractor. So there's not many other associations out there doing that. And the way that I address the crowd and speak and make announcements and bring people up, there's just a lot of nuances that make CCC unique.
1: That's great. That's great. I I know anybody that has attended one of your events, they leave like... (sighs) I hate to say about some other network events, but they feel like their time was well spent. If it, it, that's probably the most kindest way to say it. Time is well spent when they go to one of your networking events and they feel like they're with, with uh, great people. They feel like they walk away um, with a network that they, they, they've, they've grown, which is powerful.
0: Well, I will mention something that everybody that comes to my events now, I have personally spoken to them and screened them for the most part, so that they don't come to this event knowing what, you know, they don't, they know exactly what to expect and why they're coming. And I even shoot out a company list. So you you know, who's going to be there. There's no question. So you see their name tag and you say, I've been looking to speak with you, you know, and they're already at this wonderful, fun, new development. And Cause obviously we in construction real estate know exactly where all the new cool developments are. So why not throw a wonderful event there, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so at this next one, for instance, we're gonna have live rock and roll music. Uh, we're gonna have cigar humidors and, and charity benefits. So uh, charity has been a big uh, big part of my events from the inception. We've helped uh, the homeless and help mm-hmm. veterans and help children and animals and all types of different causes. So by implementing each little piece to each event and adding those bricks of value uh, really just makes it an incredible experience second to none.
1: I love it. I love it. All right. So normally I get into like some, some fixed questions and, and uh, uh, normally a question I ask is what, what do you do to keep your mindset positive? But I'm going to twist it for you. And I want to say like, what do you do to get your mindset positive and your energy right before a networking event?
0: Well, uh, every day it's it's the workout. You know this, Mike. Uh, so if if I didn't work out six, seven days a week, it's most likely seven days a week, um, and, and eat the right foods. I mean, you can't you can't do right for people, and I can't serve the rest of my business professionals and people in in my circle and, and my family if I'm not healthy, right? If I don't take care of the things in my own closet, how else am I going to help people? So. I make sure to try to stay in top physical condition and that helps on the mental side as well. So I read, I read books as well that pertain to that same subject matter on individuals who have uh, just, just really become leaders in their field and uh, have a very motivational and positive attitude to the literature and and the words in the book, you know, and you, you hold on to little tidbits of it. You use it throughout your day and it totally changes your outlook on life and business.
1: All right. Now, look, I'm not letting you off the hook we get right before the networking event though chris like what do you do like you know that 90 minutes before 60 minutes before 30 minutes before before the event starts what are you doing to get yourself in the right state not too amped not too chill like what are you doing to get there chris
0: me i'm always energetic mike <laughs> i don't know what to tell you there i mean before the event but here's what i do is i'm mentally preparing i'm typically there most of the day. Like all the last event I held was on the one of rooftop of Pond City Market. And I was up there all day on my laptop, making sure things are prepared and are perfect. So you're not really worrying about any of that logistical stuff. All that's you just have to let it play out. And mm-hmm. you know, then then there are the early birds, let's say they're vendors and they're starting to come and set up. So you take care of those people, you start networking with them and warming up with your vendors you already know for let's say the first hour. And then once people start showing up that you haven't met, you're welcoming them then uh, them in, leading their hand into different places, making sure they get refreshments and enjoy themselves, and what to expect uh, throughout the night, things like that. So, you know, it's just being there and almost living it uh, through a thousand times in your mind before it ever happens. You just have to wait for it to come to fruition.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. I've um, I had a uh, a friend of mine. He's really big into. Uh, nlp like the uh, neural linguistic programming anyway he's into like programming your mind for stuff yeah he always said that before a networking event because he was somewhat of an introvert he said that he would always hold it's called the wonder woman pose and he (laughs) would hold it for two minutes yeah you know what you stand there with your 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 feet are wide and you put your you i think you take your hands you put them on your hip and you stand your chest up I love that deeply. And he he said he would hold that for two minutes and he said for two minutes and then he just felt like he had this superpower and he could just go in and do what he does. So I thought you'd (laughs) appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So you and I are both book guys. Uh, I think when you and I last met, I think we shared some great books for each other. Um, what's one, if you can only share one book with someone, um, what are we at? We're at the end of Q1 of 2021. What's the one book that you'd like to share? Tim
0: is Relentless. It's a story about the trainer who trained Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen and all types of different athletes. Somebody gave it to me recently, and I've really enjoyed reading it, and just talks about what, what elevates uh, a salesperson, a business person, or somebody in the sports world, or somebody in just their regular life to be larger than life and be, you know, like the Tiger Woods of golf, and what what made their mindset and and their life and everything they trained to be physically and mentally, um, how they differentiate themselves and take themselves to that next level. That's what this, this book is about. It's incredible. Relentless.
1: I love it. I love it, Chris. Well, you are, you, you are, I hope it doesn't sound like, a um, bravado, but you really are sort of the, uh, Tiger Woods of networking in Atlanta right now. Like you are (laughs) I, it was amazing. I think people can learn a lot. I think um, people would really benefit from, uh, you know, being a part, being a part of your events. So um, if someone wanted to get in touch with you and learn more about what you've got going on, what, what would they do, Chris?
0: Best would be is to email me and I can send you some literature and different videos and links to uh, what we've done in the past. You can email me at m at Okay. And you can check out the, uh, primarily we're on LinkedIn. That's the best place to see contractors, closers, and connections. So you can start there. Uh, and, and I'll send you some more details. Happy to chat with you about that. You could always look me up on LinkedIn and send me a message as well. All
1: right. Well, if anybody, uh, I'm, I'm going to put your LinkedIn connection in the show notes. I'll put the contractors, closers, connectors in the show notes and your, uh, your email in the show notes. But the um, last thing I got, Chris, is thank you so much. Like, thank you for your time. Thank you for, uh, I, I, I got charged up just talking about networking. So really, really, thanks <laughs> well, get, for- Get
0: ready for the next event. Thank you so much for uh, having me on.
1: Well, you're, are- you are, fun. if you're fun, you're giving a great gift back to the community by putting people together and and we all appreciate you. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Office Marketing Podcast. Be sure to join
0: the conversation on our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages. If you enjoyed the episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.